Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Rematch! On today's show, we get Warriors Pelicans Part 2, same goes for Nets Bucks, and the Raptors' Fred Van Vliet says we're the best worst team of all time. It's best to be known for something, I guess. Hey, I'm Tess Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Wednesday, May 5th. Good morning, everybody. Lots to get to, including Serge Ibaka's fashion art, or whatever he's calling it these days. But we'll start with Warriors-Pelicans. Second game on back-to-back nights between the two teams as the Pelicans continue their push to make the play-in tournament, and the league continues to hope they make it there. They won't say that, though. Andrew Wiggins, in one of those modes where he's locked in right now for the Warriors, 26 points, two nights in a row. He's played well even beyond those two games. Can he keep it up? Is there some Warriors magic that will rub off on Wiggins because he's playing with Stephen Curry and Draymond Green? Right now, he's decisive and strong. The ultimate X-factor going into the play-in tournament and then as a potential road team versus the Suns or Jazz in round one. And they desperately need him. Like millions of suckers before me, I'm ready to buy some property on Wiggins Island. Stephen Curry had 37, and the Warriors still lost to New Orleans in this rematch, in part because the Warriors don't have reliable scoring to help ease the shot load for Curry, especially with the Kelly Oubre $80 million gamble not having worked out to this point. Hopefully Oubre gets back healthy. It could have been different if Wiggins got a foul call late, as he should have, but the Pelicans did hang on in this game, and I did want to use the term hang on because Zion Williamson hurt his fingers reaching up for a rebound, went to the back, everybody holding their breath, but he was able to return. It looked like Golden State was going to hang on, bury any hope the Pelicans have of making the play-in tournament with the way Draymond Green was playing defense on Zion Williamson, especially late. This was mean. Just ripping it from Zion. Zion hit only one fourth quarter shot. But his teammate Lonzo Ball came through like he said he would after a 3 of 18, 1 of 9 from 3 night in the opener of this set. Lonzo texted Zion and said, that won't happen again. And it didn't. Ball had 12 points over the last 320 and tied his career high with 33 on seven made threes. The Pelicans trailed the Spurs by two games for the final play-in spot, but the Spurs hold the tiebreaker. So it's actually like a three-game lead. Only six games left for the Pelicans to make it up. They go out on a five-game trip, then home to the Lakers to end the season. That's tough, but the Spurs record is pretty tough the rest of the way. The Spurs schedule, I should say, is pretty tough the rest of the way as well. Dallas, Miami. The Mavs' Tim Hardaway Jr. has got to love playing in Miami. Dad's jersey hanging from the rafters there. He had 36, 10 threes for Tim Hardaway Jr. He took 18 threes on the night. But I guess most people just love playing in Miami. Ah, the good old son. Hardaway, 
Got the start because the Mavs are shorthanded, and just like last week when he had a career-high 42, he came through in the starting lineup for Dallas. Dallas is back in a tie with the Lakers for the fifth seed, with the Blazers back in seventh, just one game behind those two teams. And a report from Adrian Wojnarowski is that LeBron James will sit the next two Lakers games, one being versus the Blazers, with that ankle injury. We'll discuss whether the Lakers would actually rather drop to the play-in tournament and face the Jazz or Suns in the first round, if they got through the play-in tournament, rather than finish top six and play the Nuggets or Clippers on our Beach Steppin' podcast here on Wednesday. We know the answer to that question, right? Anyways, tune in. The Heat were missing their playmakers against the Mavs. Jimmy Butler out with flu-like symptoms. Uh, it sounds like a Miami little bug there. And Tyler Hero has been out for the last 10 days. Let's get to that other rematch. Brooklyn Bucks, second half of their doubleheader. Game one two days earlier, Giannis Tetkumpo had 49, Kevin Durant had 42, and it looked like we were going to have a similar night in the first half. Giannis was banging home threes again. He hit four three-pointers in back-to-back games for the first time in his career, according to ESPN Stats and Info. Durant started hot too. He even got to guard Giannis a little bit, and he's probably the best suited of all their defenders to do so. And the Nets did slow Giannis enough. 36 points for him. That is a slowdown. But it was Chris Middleton. For the Bucks, who went six for six in the fourth to push the Bucks across the line. Great sign for Milwaukee there to see that and to see Drew Holiday chip in with 23 behind Giannis. But in all honesty, the Nets didn't truly feel like pushing themselves in this one. The Bucks did want it a bit more. Dante DiVincenzo had four offensive rebounds for Milwaukee in the fourth quarter. And Brooklyn missed 10 free throws overall. Good free throw defense for Milwaukee, as my man Kelly Dwyer would say. The Nets will wait for the playoffs when they should have James Harden back. Yeah, they have James Harden on their roster as well. Kyrie Irving had 38 points. Phoenix, Cleveland. This game made me chuckle. Phoenix tried to just put out enough effort to win through four quarters by a point or two. But Cavs rookie Isaac Okoro... Wouldn't let that happen. He limped his way to 32 points and six assists. A great, great effort on his part. The game went to overtime, and it was clear the Suns were pissed that it had to go that long. They came out of the huddle and gave the boots to Cleveland, starting on a 12-0 run, outscoring them 20-4 in the OT session overall, and Monty Williams was able to pull his starters with a minute left in overtime. You don't see that very often. Charlotte, Detroit. Detroit's Hamadou Diallo. Big night for him. 35 points, a career high, but the young Pistons are going to go through some growing pains this season. Killian Hayes had a chance to tie it with free throws with nine seconds left, but he missed the first. Great tight slow-mo of Hayes' pain reaction by the Pistons broadcast crew. LaMelo Ball had his best scoring night since returning from his wrist injury with 23 points for Charlotte. They need LaMelo, Gordon Hayward is still out, and now Miles Bridges will miss most or all of the final 12 regular season nights due to health and safety protocol. couple games to wrap up here, Sacramento OKC. I'm not going to talk about this game. The only thing to note is that the Kings' competent, nice, smiley, wonderful rookie Tyrese Halliburton looks to have avoided a major injury he sustained recently, but he'll be shut down for the rest of the season. Their season's done, just like the Thunder season 
for that matter. It's over. Raptors, Clippers. The Clippers look to be ready to turn it on in the playoffs because they turned on the defense in the fourth quarter to close out the Raps. They held Toronto to 7 of 21 shooting in the final quarter when it mattered. Or maybe it was seeing their old teammate Serge Ibaka that did the Raptors in on the sideline, walking around in the fourth in all leather. That may have threw them off. Serge, looking sharp, actually. After the loss... The Raptors' Fred Van Vliet said, we're the best, worst team of all time. We've been saying that, Fred. Raptors writers on The Athletic have been saying that, Fred. It's entirely true. Uh, on that note, happy birthday to Blake Murphy of The Athletic. All right, I am done. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Wednesday. And, of course, that Beach Steppin' podcast I mentioned as well. I'll be back on Thursday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. Talk to you then. Mm-hmm.